0: Welcome to What's Working in Washington. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Today, what you're getting wrong about networking.
1: It's a series of transactions, but every relationship is a series of transactions, I think. You know, you'll help me, you'll help me, and then maybe I can help you out, or I'll help your son out, or you'll help my son out. And, you know, no one's really keeping, tra- the key to good network is not to keep track of those little interactions.
0: Knowing who to talk to when you have a business problem is easy to think about, but hard to do. Building a personal network so you can succeed in business is a skill that you have to develop if you want to succeed. Our next guest is Tian Wong. He is an entrepreneur, a serial entrepreneur here in the DC region. Many look at Tian as the best networker in the entrepreneurial community. So he's going to share some hints about how you build a network as an entrepreneur. Tian, thanks for joining us.
1: Thanks, Jonathan. You're not so bad yourself at networking.
0: Well, okay. I mean, here we are. So <laughs> so let's network you and I for the next seven and a half minutes or so and, and provide some insight. This is a town that's built upon transactions, right? It's a, People talk about it being a transactional community, but, you know, that's not what networking is. So what is networking?
1: I think networking is sort of, it's a lot of things to a lot of people, first of all. But networking to me is the cultivation of relationships in which you are primarily helping another party who will then hopefully be able to help you in some way in the future without knowing exactly how. So the networking
0: is transactional then?
1: It's a series of transactions, but every relationship is a series of transactions. I think, you know, you'll help me, you'll help me. And then maybe I can help you out or I'll help your son out or you'll help my son out. And, you know, no one's really keeping tra- – the key to good network is not to keep track of those little interactions. But I'm just talking about in the continuum of a, of a relationship that we've had, we've helped each other out a lot over the years, and right. and um, and we will for a long time. So,
0: so do you think that um, the biggest mistake that people make when they start to build a network is to, A, try to make pretend it's not transactional? Because you just said that it is, in effect, transactional, but confusing transactional with tit for tat. Mm -hmm. right? I mean, I find the people that make me insane when they want to network with me are the ones that do something for me, make a big show of it, and then immediately expect me to do something for them. I find that really irritating.
1: That is junior varsity networking, where I'll do you a favor and you, you know, I expect you to do a favor for me back. Um, I think one of the big important key learnings in networking is if you want to get, you have to give. So it's always give, 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 and put positive energy and favors into the universe and eventually it will come back to you maybe not from you directly Jonathan but from someone else in my network.
0: Does this you know? really really You have to have
1: that kind of global attitude I think if I, you want to be successful. When you say networking. global
0: attitude you mean the idea of seeing the big picture? Yeah. Do you think that yeah. to be an effective networker you have to be brave? You know, in my case yes, um in the case of
1: extroverts no because networking requires some initiative, and it requires you to, the better networkers or the more comfortable ones are the ones who have, are extroverts, naturally. So if you have a natural inclination to people and you enjoy talking to people and you get energy from interacting with people, you're going to be much more of a natural networker. Whereas if you're more of an introvert, you almost have to develop fixes for that sort of part of your personality so that you can become a better networker.
0: That's interesting, because yeah. if I was going to bet, uh, I would have taken the exact opposite of that. I find mm. that a lot of people who are naturally extroverted are really lousy listeners. <laughs> okay. And don't you have okay. to be a really good
1: listener to be a good networker? That's the key to life in general. Just mm. to be an effective leader of any kind or an effective networker, you have to have great listening skills. And you know, the the ultimate networking book, which I read in college, was Dale Carnegie's How to Win Friends and Influence People. And if you don't need to buy the book. All you got to remember is the key to success is to listen. And that's the essence of his uh, core thesis. He wrote this whole book around if you want to win, you got to be a great listener. I, I know a lot of good extroverts or extroverts who are good listeners,
0: too. Yeah. So, no, I think so. It's, yeah. just, I I'm not sure it's... they're
1: mutually exclusive. I do, that, uh, no, they're
0: uh, I do think that, no, they're not. I do think that we spend a lot of time in our society really glorifying extroverts. You know, Susan Cain's an author who wrote a book about introversion called Quiet. And, Since we're throwing out book ideas, I recommend Mm. that one for any entrepreneur or business owner because the reality is, Tien, many more people who are successful networkers, in my experience, are introverted because if you're introverted, you tend to be more thoughtful. And and if you're more thoughtful, you come across as more authentic and your interactions tend to be more genuine because I don't know about you, networking just for the sake of talking to people, I could do that all day long and it bores the crap out of me. But learning something interesting about somebody, that's what causes a connection, don't you think?
1: Yeah, I do agree that introverts tend to be more thoughtful and more analytical than extroverts. And I do agree that, although I would say that introverts and extroverts can both be authentic, which is also one of my top five keys to success in networking is to be yourself. So if you're an introvert, don't try to act like you're someone you're not. And if you're an extrovert, same, same thing. You know, just try to be yourself and put yourself out there and people hopefully will appreciate your authenticity. But I would say, yeah, I mean... Introverts can be very, very good networkers, excellent networkers, as can extroverts. So it's more having the the core um, essence of, of networking, you know, being authentic, help, having a, a abundance mentality, giving mm-hmm. and constantly helping and creating value. That's where the real um, bread bread is buttered, is creating value around your interactions with people. Like when we interact, even though we're very good friends... Um, I always try to add value for you, and I know you add value for me. And it's sort of innate now. It's natural. But when I was younger, it wasn't always like that for me. you know. And you see a lot of younger folks or people that aren't as experienced at networking. They don't really think that way.
0: So let's turn our attention to that with the remaining time together. I'm listening to this podcast. I'm deciding I want to set off in the entrepreneurial journey or I want to make a career change. What are the kind of things I need to do to build my network?
1: Right. The first thing you have to do is realize this is a long slog, a lot of work, a lot of dinners, a lot of favors, a lot of phone calls, a lot of emails and a lot of follow up. So you have to approach it like if I want to create something wonderful, let's say a garden, beautiful garden with plants and trees and fruit trees and everything. This stuff doesn't happen overnight. It takes a lot of effort. I have to put effort into it consistently daily. I have to nurture it. I have to prune things. I have to fertilize and water. So that's how I would look at networking. Of course, I didn't do this when I was younger, but I, as an older guy, I can kind of render this opinion to well, you guys. Well, that's what's beautiful about I, this.
0: We can <laughs> pontificate at length and solve problems for others. Right. That's what's called the College of Hard Knocks.
1: Okay. That's Hard Knocks. So, so, so basically, I look at it like it's a global thing. So it's hard to do this. You're creating something that's that's very valuable to you, and it's and it, it's going to take time. So if you know that it's going to take time and effort, that's the first step. So then it makes the other thing you have to realize it takes, takes a long time. So not just two years, three years could take five, ten, fifteen years. When you moved here from New York City, you know you had to build your network. It, yeah, it took takes time. a long time. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of effort. So, but knowing that is keeps you going. You don't get frustrated as much.
0: Like I think that's yeah. great advice, T N. As always, you've brought some great knowledge to help not just inexperienced, but experienced entrepreneurs. Networking is a big thing, and we really appreciate your help talking about it today.
1: Yeah, well, thanks for having me, Jonathan.
0: Thanks for listening to What's Working in Washington. Today's podcast is brought to you by Montgomery County Economic Development Corporation, MCEDC, helping companies start, grow, and accelerate business in Montgomery County. The future starts here. Go to thinkmoco.com today. A special thanks to our sponsor, Eagle Bank. How do you get to be number one in the D.C. area? Eagle Bank did it by putting relationships first. They're flexible, involved, responsive, strong, and trusted. Eagle Bank's goal is your success. Our executive producer is Tracy Madigan. Our online contributors are Michael Hoffman, Barbara Ulrich, and Candace Pye. Music provided by two D.C. region bands, two-car living room, and the Sunbathers. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Thanks for listening.